Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizaki. I'm Mike Kapler, along with my friend Joel Brzezicki. Welcome to Growing in Grace once again. It's great to have you with us. We're going to take about 15 minutes here just to talk about God's goodness in our life and just try and get some perspectives that hopefully will help you in your walk with Christ as you grow in His grace. Sometimes you never know what's going to happen in a conversation, and that's really what this is. So just kind of kick back and and sit back with us and and, uh, sort of join in, at least from where you're sitting in in our conversation, because sometimes things will get said, and you might just hear that one thing that will make you go, "Uh uh-huh, or at least make you want to check into it just a little bit more, because sometimes all you need is just one nugget a day or one nugget every once in a while that will help you along in an area where you just were struggling so much before. Well, yeah, Cap, I think that's right. It's just There's been times in my Christian life where I've just tried to take in so many things. I've just tried to... I just tried to gobble the whole thing up, and that's hard. I mean, at first it seems like, man, I'm just learning so much. And and there are those growth spurts, I guess you could call it, those times when uh, God is is really truly showing us so many things. But I think, at least for my life, it's it's true that just a little bit at a time, just learning a little bit here and a little bit there, and just kind of resting in that and and chewing on that and, and just not trying to force myself to grow. Uh, that's it's just a good place to be, I think, for you know, in day in and day out Christian living. Yeah, I, we were talking a little bit last time about Bible reading and prayer and and going to church and things like that. We just kind of touched on it, just kind of sometimes being a burden for people. The one one thing about Bible reading and prayer and church is that if if we make ourselves do it, if we force ourselves to do it. It it does become such a burden, and that's it's not really a, a relationship with Christ that we're that we're forming. It's it's legalism, and it's 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 really a, a burden and it's bondage. Uh, I think you know, the other way to do things, perhaps, is to kind of rest in the fact that God is good, that God loves you, that you're a child of God because of nothing that you've done. I mean, it's just because of His grace. He has saved us. He's redeemed us, and He longs to have that relationship with us and then this you know, the bible reading will become something not that we're doing as a duty not something that we're doing to try to keep right with god we're not reading the bible to try to maintain this uh this christian life but we're doing it because it's a love relationship or, or we're praying not because we're trying to get so many minutes per day or per week or per month or whatever but we're doing it because god is in us and he loves us, and we're communicating with, with somebody that we're in a relationship with. Well, and last week, Joel, we were talking about Adam and how he sinned. And because of that one man's disobedience, sin reigned on all of us. We inherited it. Even before you ever did anything wrong, you were declared guilty. And, of course, we have all sinned. But even before that, you were declared Guilty of the same thing that Adam did, even though you never did it. Does that sound fair? Well, that's what we talked about during uh, a previous program. But it is fair because we didn't always see we didn't always see the other side. Let's let's just take a real quick look at this passage again. Um, the free gift that is coming through Jesus Christ. You see, with one man's disobedience, we were all declared guilty. But through one man's righteous act, Jesus Christ. 
we have all now been declared righteous through him by believing. And and so the free gift of Romans 5.15 is not like the offense. I love that phrase, free gift, because I know a couple of weeks ago, Joel, uh, Joel we were talking about, you know, the, 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 the free gift and the things that we received freely from God and how you have to work here in this world to get what you need. But through God, it's just it's it's given to us by faith and freely given to us. I love you know. Have you ever seen a cell phone? I was watching a cell phone commercial the other day on, on TV. I don't know if it was TV or radio, but they're on there talking about all the free minutes you're going to get. <laughs> and I thought, free minutes? Well, that sure sounds good, but they aren't really free. <laughs> you know, you've got to pay for the plan. You, you've got to sign up and and start using their service, and that doesn't come for free. So they, they talk about free minutes, but they're not really free. And I think sometimes we in the Christian faith have, have led some new converts to believe that salvation is a free gift. But then sometimes when they come to Christ, we start telling them about all the things they have to start doing now. And uh, it, it sort of sends a mixed signal, I think. But uh, the free gift that came through Jesus Christ is, is not like the offense. And, and then we summed up, I, I believe, Joel, with, um, for by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. Imagine that. You were made a sinner without even really having sinned yet. You were born into it. So also, by one man's obedience, Jesus Christ, many will be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. Uh, and and uh, the, the Romans are just such a great book when it comes to, to faith and righteousness and beginning to understand who you are in Christ. Yeah, and you know, just like there was uh, kind of getting back to the, the that sin, you know we inherited this sin thing, and there was actually there was nothing that we could do to maintain sin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our actions, our sin, you know, the 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 sins that we committed were basically just the result of the sin that that we had inherited. I mean, we were born into sin, and so naturally we sinned. And there was nothing that we could have done. I mean, it's not like we were sitting there as sinners going, hmm, what could I do to sin today? I, I really need to maintain uh, this sin thing because I'm a sinner. And in, I, I'm, I'm getting a little bit cheesy here, I know. But you'll see the point, I think, in a minute in that as Christians, now that we've become righteous and God has made us righteous through nothing that we've done, we somehow seem to have that mentality that now that I'm righteous, I've got to maintain my own righteousness i gotta do this i gotta come up with ways and and strive and struggle in the flesh in order to maintain this righteousness but the gift the free gift that you're talking about cap is righteousness god's very own righteousness that he gave to us again not that we paid something for it and and then now he's calling it a free gift but it's a it is a free gift that that is something that we can rest in. And if we want to see righteousness in our lives, if we want to see the fruit of it, we simply focus on the, the free gift that we've been given. We rest in that grace. And, and through grace, I mean, uh, Paul said so many times in his letters, he says, I am what I am by the grace of God. And he said, when he said, I labored more than certain other disciples, but it wasn't me that was laboring. It was the grace of God in me that was doing this. And so instead of trying to maintain uh, some standard of living in Jesus Christ, we rest in the free gift. We rest in that grace that this, you know, this uh, chapter says that the grace abounded so much more than the sin that we previously lived in.
Well, it's interesting. I, I don't know. For those who are listening, maybe maybe your experience is, is different than mine, but it seems like, in, even in my Christian life anyway, uh, especially when I, I was younger and didn't really have a, a good halfway decent understanding of what the gospel was or what grace was, I was a Christian, but uh, I had a lot of legalistic mindsets. And it seems like the harder I I tried, the the more I failed. Hmm. And and the guiltier I felt, mm-hmm. uh, I just I you know I just felt like I was always falling short of the mark. Um, no matter no matter how much I did and how hard I tried, uh, sometimes the littlest things would cause me to stumble, and and at least in my own mind, and uh, that's that was a, a tough thing. So uh, you know Steve McVeigh talks a lot about allowing the the, the life of Christ or to allow Christ himself to live through you. And I'm still learning how to do that. I mean, because I always find myself wanting to to rely on me yeah. in, in getting the job done, you know. that's I guess that's just something that we will always battle, at least in this life. Um, and I still battle that, even when I know it's not right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know what you're talking about. You know, yeah, yeah I used to have a durable... Uh, and you know those little those little wheels that they stick in a durable in a durable cage. I had one of those things, and the little guy would get on that thing, and he'd start spinning around, spinning. He'd start going around and, and moving pretty fast. And if he stopped, he'd start he'd whip around the thing a few times. And that kind of reminds me sometimes of the stumbling that happens when we're trying so hard to maintain this Christian life, or trying so hard to run, 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 but we're not really getting anywhere. And then when we give up, it's like we do st- we stumble because we've been trying so hard we there's we figure there's just no way we can do this but the the grace of god works so much differently than than trying to, walking on that treadmill and just and getting nowhere trying to make that wheel spin and, and and really going nowhere and you know trying and trying and trying like you say cap will make you stumble it'll make us stumble the law was meant to do that the law was put there as a stumbling block for us uh, so we would understand that there's nothing we can do and the grace that god gives us uh is <laughs> I, I don't want to say it makes life easy uh because walking in grace does go kind of contrary to the ways of your flesh your flesh wants to work your flesh wants to strive your flesh wants to struggle to to make things happen and and trying to sit there and trust in god to animate your life rather than you going forward and trying to make things happen that can be a struggle that can be hard and uh, to submit your life to God, but once you've done it, once you realize there's nothing I can do, kind of come to the end of yourself, then this grace, you allow this grace of God to take over, your life becomes something that you never would have dreamed it could have been before. Well, and that's such a, a that brings so much freedom into your life. You know, imagine, imagine, even if you don't think you're living up to a certain standard, uh, imagine not having to feel the uh, the effects of the condemnation of that. I mean, mm-hmm. That will just change your life. And and when you begin to realize uh, that God loves you, even through uh, thick and thin, as they as they say, uh, it's just going to change the way you react uh, in every situation, and even toward the the people that you have in your life. Yeah, I think the bottom line, what you're talking about there, Cap, is we've got a couple minutes left here. God loves you. I mean, God loves you he is he adores you he is so in love with you i mean some people don't like hearing that um but god is somebody who 
His love goes so deep for us that he sent Jesus Christ to die upon the cross. I mean, it's it's one thing to it's one thing to be a man and to die, but how about being God and leaving that behind, being so humble, being God and having all the all the glory that goes with God and then humbling yourself and becoming a man, that in and of itself is, is quite a sacrifice. But God did that because he loved us so much. And then he, he took those beatings and he took that all upon himself, not so that we would feel guilty about how we live, so that, man, I've put another nail in the hand of Jesus Christ or I've I put those uh, stripes on him again. It's it's not so we feel guilty, but it's it's he did that out of his deep love for us he loves us so much that he he did that and so when we're living our daily lives uh, we just like to focus so much on our sin but god wants us to focus on that righteousness that he gave us as a gift Mm. interesting stuff joel that hopefully will encourage some people today as they as they move on and hopefully some of this will will help you grow in in the grace uh, of jesus christ well, thanks for joining us again for this edition of Growing in Grace. If you want to get a hold of us for any reason, I've got a website called graceroots.org. That's graceroots.org. And uh, every uh, show that we've done uh, up till now is posted on that website, too. So if you want to, if maybe you're listening right now on Grace Walk Radio, but maybe you want to hear us again, uh, you can download the show via MP3 or also Windows Media Format. But thank you again for listening. We, we love having you here with us. Hopefully you've just made yourself at home, and we'll be back again with you next time for more talk about Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.